Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not replace your own financial, tax, legal, or financial product advice. Hello, Australia. Welcome to My Millennial Money. It's officially 2022. First episode of the year. I'm joined by co-host of the Tuesday show here, John Pigeon. John, you ready to turn this up a notch this year? Yes, I am. Yeah, we're going to hear from John a bit about his plans for the year. Actually, might even do that in an after party. Uh, If you are new to the My Millennial Money world over the break, if you've jumped in, hey, we are a podcast that is all about encouraging you to make better and smarter financial decisions. We all make dumb decisions here and there, but the thing is, how do we make sure that those dumb decisions don't absolutely flush us for years to come? And, absolutely. And that's really the trap, isn't it, John? It is indeed, yes. So we are not your gurus by any stretch of any imagination, but we are here to encourage you. My name's Glenn James, and I've been hosting this podcast with John for a handful of years, and we can't do My Millennial Money without a show partner, Tao. Now, TAL is one of Australia's largest insurers, T-A-L. You can look at them online. They do life insurance, your income insurance. And if you actually haven't got any of this stuff sorted, make sure you go to sortyourmoneyout.com, click get help and make it a priority at the start of the year. TAL have over 4.5 million Australians as customers and TAL are insuring this Australian life. You can search TAL online, T-A-L, or speak to your financial advisor or by going to our website. That's a little bit about TAL. They do all the life insurances and yeah, we're really looking forward to having a a chat with all of you this year. So Johnson, you ready to um, have a look at some of these things about how to set our year straight? Let's do it. All right, so it is a new year and I really like the sense of a new year that a lot of us go, well, what do we want the year to look like? Uh, It's been a bit wild with the the C word happening everywhere and all that stuff. So I've asked John to have a think about some of the key tips and thoughts that he had about positioning his year, what he sees in clients' lives and We'll just have a bit of a discussion. We usually get a, a special guest for the first episode of the year, but guess what? We're both special today. Very special. And what we'll do as well, I've got some things written down here to encourage you. Uh, but John, talk to us about some of the stuff that you've got and the framework that you have mm. when setting your year straight. So for me personally, I think I want to start off by saying, well, the New Year's resolution is is very firmly entrenched in a lot of people's uh, diaries at the moment. And I want to say, well, that's awesome, but I've never really thought of it as, right, January 1, this is where I sit down and, and plan the year out and set a goal. But it's a really convenient time to do that because for me personally, and I'm sure a lot of listeners thinking the same, it's a time where 
there's a lot less noise in your life. You've you've maybe celebrated Christmas, you've had a, a few days off in between and then New Year's Eve and day comes around and you've just uh, you've you've just cleared the cleared the head of what's happened the previous year. So I think it's a really good time to sit down and think about what you want to get out of the next twelve months. But I just encourage people to not just always think it has to be January one. Um, but definitely uh, in the last four or five days for me, it's definitely been setting uh, different habits based on what goals I'd like to achieve. And I know that's firm in your mind and we'll talk a lot more about the importance of habits so that we do get, have a better chance of reaching those goals. So touching on the habits, I, I believe, and I, I do this with my clients, it's, it's much more important to actually set the habits in order to get the results for for the goals that you want to achieve. So uh, I I try to hone in directly on what those habits are going to be and I'll diarise those habits. Um, You just need to find out how you best operate, whether that's putting something up on the back of the toilet door or or putting it in your e-calendar or putting it in a physical diary or telling someone, whatever works for you uh, I think is, is the critical part. And then just making sure you're hitting those habits from the word go, and those habits actually mean something. And and um, we've spoken about this book a lot, but I pulled that out last week, Atomic Habits, and and just gave myself a recheck on the things that we shouldn't be doing and the things we should be doing in terms of getting a result. It's a fantastic book, and I've recommended it a lot of times. Um, it is a bestseller because it's really good, mm. and we'll put a link in the show notes if you want to check that out. But I would encourage anyone to read it. It's actually on my coffee table in my lounge room and it stays there. So if I'm ever sitting there and, you know, waiting for 10 minutes or whatever, I can pick it up and, mm. and have a flick through because it really is encouraging just to have that, I guess, the um, physiology or the psychology yeah. stuff mm. around the cue reward and the dopamine thing. Yeah. And, and and really all it comes down to is is having a good conversation with your own mind, isn't it? And just telling yourself a good story and reinforcing the things that are good in life and, and what's not good in life keeping away from you mm. um, and just continuing to do that daily. But I'm a big one for clipping the, the corner of the page and just when I look at Atomic Habits, there's about a hundred um, pages that have got indents in them just because I just think they're pieces of gold that I can continually refer back to. Mm. Well, there you go. Buy Atomic Habits by James Clear and that's the podcast for today. <laughs> have a good life, everybody. That's all you need. Um, mm. Yeah, so what other thoughts have you got? I, I want to eliminate one thing that's not working for me. Now, I look at my highest values and, and beliefs and, and I look at, I put them into four prioritised areas, fitness, family, health and business. Um, now that might change for someone if they're working for someone, it might be just your vocation, but I want to eliminate one thing in each of those areas that's making me unhappy or, or just not getting the best out of myself in those particular areas, um, which is sometimes easier said than done. Uh, especially if it's an area that involves more than you. It, it relies on other people around you. So, yeah, some, some big changes can be made with just simple, simply removing one thing. It's funny when you said, um, what did you say, like your family and health and whatnot. Yeah. I actually wrote down one, two, three, four, five, six, seven things and some of them were covered. So I wrote down health, wealth, family, relationships, uh, business or career. Yeah. Um, 
your uh, spirituality, your faith, and hobbies and recreation. Yeah. So, and as you were saying, um, you know, eliminate something that's not working. I was like, oh, I could like draw a matrix here. So I wrote not working. So I'm just a huge fan of pen and paper, like in the studio here, mm. in the lounge room out there. There's notepads everywhere because I just need to draw and get it out of my mind. Yeah, same. And yeah, what if you wrote down health, wealth, family, relationships, career or business, uh, spirituality, faith, hobby, recreation? Uh, is there anything else that's in someone's life? Look, I... I'm a simple guy, as you know, Glenn. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to try and overcomplicate things mm. and make it too hard a task. So yeah. I just kept to my, I suppose, my top four yeah, okay. that I really appreciate. And and what gives me, I think, the word contentment mm. is is what makes me content. Mm. Um, and those four, if they're humming along pretty well, and I can eliminate one bad, not bad thing, but just think something that's not working. I, I think that's going to. Um, make all of those areas much more fruitful. Amy's not allowed to do this because she'd piss you off, wouldn't she? <laughs> I'd be gone. <laughs> but that's well, what it means. So, but in saying that, we've just celebrated 13 blissful years wow. yesterday. Congratulations. Thank you. What'd you do? We After she reminded you. <laughs> no, no. No, it was a mutual uh, agreement of um, understanding that it was that day. Right. Um, we played the game of life. Have you ever played that? Living it every day, John. I know, I know. Well, we actually played that game. Yeah, I haven't. It's a board game and for listeners that have got kids, unbelievable game for them. There mm. is an adult version but there's also a family version mm. and uh, we love it. So call us nerds or whatever but it's actually... So did you play the version for adults after hours in the bedroom <laughs> or out in the family room? Next question. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, there we go. The birds and the bees with John Pigeon. Mm. So, yeah, so I, I think it's just so important. You know, you might be thinking, oh, what are they talking about relationships and that? Like, seriously, money is such a big part of our life. Mm. Like, how much time do we trade for money of the day? Like, a lot of people out there, you spend more time with your team members at work than your own family. Yeah, totally. To make money. And, you know, someone's got to hear this. If that sucks, this is the year to change that. Life is too short mm. to put up with people that are toxic, that things that suck, things that draw and suck all the energy out of you. And I'm not talking about, oh, I had a bad day or a bad week, but you know, if you hate your job, yep. if you hate your career, if you hate your life, well, let's get a pen and paper out mm. and let's work this out. Do I hate my job or do I hate my career? Totally. Yeah. And, and look, Going back to that one thing that makes you unhappy, it actually might be a big ticket item. It mm. might be your work. It might be your partner, right? Mm. And, and don't want to go too deep and nasty, but it, you've just got to look at, as I said, what makes you happy and what makes, uh, makes sense to you. Mm. Mm. So don't go and divorce or break up straight away, but just write down some things that, um, that make you happy because – it can be well. It is counterintuitive, isn't it? If you've got something in your life that's not working, then that's a snowball effect to the next thing. Mm. An example of that in my life is if if I'm if, if I didn't have a good day at work, which isn't that uh, that often, but I, I come home and have to give myself a reality check to say, well, I've got to be present here with the kids, and I've got to be upbeat, and I've got to be nice to my wife and everything else. So 
if if we're not, if that's continual every day, we're going home a grumpy person. That's uh, it's a snowball to the rest of your life. Yeah, and I guess it cascades because if you're not happy, you're more likely to do dumb things like overspend. You know, to try and make yourself feel better. Yeah, or you might get a that's personal right. loan to, and then it just yeah, absolutely just cascades. So, mm. and and when you look at, uh, I think the goals that people write down, and you might be looking at your goals as you're listening to this or writing some down, there's not many that if you look closely aren't associated with some type of money, right? Mm. So it might be a family holiday or it might be a new car or it might be a, a property or it might be investing more, it might be saving more or it might be something that's related to lifestyle and generally speaking, a component of that lifestyle is going to require money. Mm. So I don't know why I said that, but it's just it all does come back to not not greed, but just understanding what you're doing and trading time for money and the maximizing of that. Yeah. Actually, in our census this year, the second big thing, and if you want to go back to the end of last year's episode and have a listen to the census results, the second biggest issue that everyone out there, all you guys wanted to do was to make more money at work, increase your income. And that's why we really like Shell and M on the My Millennial Career podcast. They're about to launch. And I've told the girls like, hey, you guys do banging content. Let's get this thing happening weekly Mm. or at least fortnightly. And let's go to town because we've got a lot to share and a lot to learn and a lot to encourage and to be encouraged by. Totally. And and Shell and M may have played this game, this game of life, but you can land on the career um, if you uh, – when, when you land on the career, you can actually – you choose from the cards to, to say, well, what do I want to be? I get to choose a change of career. And mm. it, it's so um, – you, you can you, – you have that choice, don't you, to say, well, I'm, I'm a physio, I'm, I'm sick of being a physio, I might retrain or I might go and run my own business or whatever it may be. Mm. Any other thoughts ticking around over there? Oh, look, I think you don't want to be too anal about your goals. So it's more of a, a don't do rather than a do. But uh, a, a lot of us get really possessive around our goals and just do everything in their pa- in your powers to meet those goals. I, I, the whole read it daily and and get caught up in it can be somewhat destructive in the quest for that. I think we've still got to take a step back and and go a little bit easier on ourselves. Can I jump in there sure. and just add to that? Because I've written down a heap of things that I want to discuss with John. You know, I actually wrote, um, you know, write your goals down and do a weekly check-in, mm. like just as a reminder. Yeah. Now, but before I wrote that down, at the top of my list, I've got you know, first identify who you are yes. and how you operate. Yes. Like there's no point telling Glenn James to sit down and read a fictional book for an hour and evening because no. that will recharge you, Glenn. I'm like, yeah. no, it bloody won't. Yeah. Give me a list with five things to tick off and yeah. I'll get out there and smash it. Like, yeah, because someone told you to do it. Exactly. So I think you need to really turn off the noise about like, oh, do this and do that. 
Um, and these are just suggestions that we're throwing out. And then when we do all this stuff, I want you to think of your own stuff that you can implement that we haven't thought of because you're screaming in the car right now like, oh, what about this? Do this. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. This is why we're allowing the space to think about how we're positioning our year. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, what makes you tick and what type of person are you? Mm. And then yeah. if you are that, I believe to a point though, we do have to have some type of direction. Yeah. Um, and it's it's weird. Like I go like particularly in the business and it's been a challenge for me personally. Um, I like writing stuff down and doing the brain dump and getting my thoughts out mm. to solidify what I want to do. But a lot of the decisions I make in the business are gut feeling, intuition and vibe it out, yes. which doesn't go well with the team. So I've got to try and change for them as well. Mm. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And I, I think I heard that goal from you last year and I know that made me think oh, I've actually got a couple of goals that I still want to work on that I didn't nail last year either. Mm. Um, and, and I think it is a working document, isn't it? Mm. It's just continually looking at the habits relating to the goal and thinking, well, hang on a minute, I actually have to change that habit or I might even change the goal Yeah, because it wasn't that important in the first place. Yeah, absolutely. Anything else? So when you combine all that together for me, um, that brings me to the point of, right, in those four areas that I mentioned, fitness, family, health and business, um, I then establish a goal, right, and just one in each of those areas. And and they're usually a, a big ticket item to achieve by the end of the year. And some of them, like the fitness one's got some dates associated with it that I want to, uh, as in events, um, the, the family one, for example, is employer cleaner. Like that'll happen in the next month once we find the right person. So that goal. Do you want to talk to my cleaner? I would love to. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah. Mm. All right. Sorry. There you go. I've ticked it off today. Done. You're welcome. <laughs> it's got a, a CFO has to approve it as well though, mm. but I'm sure we can get that done. But then, um, but then there might be some subsection goals that I'll, have as well in relation to family. Like, and, and one that I had last year that I still need to continue to work on is being more present. Mm. So the whole technology, and I think you are going to talk about that a little bit in, in respect to, well, turn the phone off, mm. right? As soon as you go in the driveway, that's when the phone goes off for the day. The world will still operate with you not in it mm. from a technological point of view. So um, just little little habits that need to be implored in order to, to reach that goal, which may not, well, it gives me contentment, but more importantly, the people around me uh, appreciating my, I suppose, my um, presence. Totally. Mm. So what's on your list? Tell me about what your, your head is thinking. Well, we'll take a quick break and we'll be back right after this. If you're after personal financial advice, don't get it from a podcast. If you would like help based on your own personal situation, head over to sortyourmoneyout.com, click get help, and we'd be happy to introduce you to one of our trusted advisors. Our panel of advisors, mortgage brokers, and accountants work with clients all over Australia so they can connect with you wherever you are. That's sortyourmoneyout.com and click get help. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. We're back, John. I'm going to share some things that I had, but quick elevator pitch summary of what you've really distilled about how you frame your year. Yeah, so in, in summary, my key, my four key areas, um, fitness, family, health and business, uh, set a major goal for each of them, have some habits associated to that major goal, um, have some smaller goals aligned to those areas if, if I need to and change them as they go. Um, but then, yeah, really what drapes around that is not just setting the goal and the habits, but really just eliminating one thing from all those areas that makes me unhappy or is not productive um, for the um, the contentment in my life. Mm. Yeah, I actually, um, on the habit thing, you've just got to read this book, uh, Atomic Habits. He talks about stacking the habit and, yeah. you know, how can you do things. So, for example, I wanted to get into the habit of not flossing my teeth when I could be bothered, but I wanted to do it every day. Right. And a couple of years ago, I used uh, James Clear's philosophy out of the book and stacked the habit. So, every night I would brush my teeth. So, his premise was, well, the habit of brushing your teeth is already there. Yes. So, why can't you insert the flossing right after that. So just yeah. stack it on top of the habit. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, make it simple and all that stuff, mm. which, you know, I, I saw another Forbes article um, earlier today that I was reading. Uh, but, you know, the floss in my bathroom, it sits up on the bench in front yep. of me. Like it's yep. never in the drawer. Yeah. So yep. I have, it has to be there. Visual. Yeah. So, mm. so again, all these, how can you think about stacking the habit? So, what about this? Every time you fuel up, you log into your um, day or weekly spend account, fuel up, transfer $5 to your investment account. Yeah. Not, or, not right near the bowels. I wait no, till you're in the car. No, or yeah. like what's something you do or every time you're at the supermarket, yeah. um, if you set your $100 budget and you get, oh, I got $90, at that point, put $10 over to your investment account yeah. at the checkout. Yeah. Like how can you stack that habit or gamify your money stuff around your habits yeah. and your goals. That's a good one, isn't it? So yeah. the um, the article that I read on Forbes was, and, and I've put down here like the data is actually against you with your goals because only 8% of people achieve their goals wow. and that came out of the Scranton University research. Wow. That's low. Yeah, yeah. And- um, there was another study done um, and it was from the um, website statisticsbrain.com uh, and the source is the talk of the nation. And it basically says, I kept my New Year's resolution and 
for at least 46% of people said six months. Right. So, as a filter, you know, the data is against you. Mm. But imagine if you didn't even have a goal to start with, you're not going to make any action. Yeah. So, when I was looking at this stuff, it all came back around to um, don't do it all at once. Choose one or two things only yeah. or maybe one thing only just to focus on. Mm. And for me personally, that's why when I've got goals in my own life, I'm basic. I'm one thing at a time, mm. all my energy. I can't, I can't have 15 accounts and saving for 15 things consecutively because no. I need to, I'm a doer. I, I need, but some people can save for, you know, that's the holiday in 2024 account. Yeah. That's the new lounge account and we're scattering money. Yeah. Again, it goes back to identify who you are and own it and tell everyone else to shut up. Yeah. Like it's- um, Would you generally say that you uh, achieve the goals that you set yourself? Yeah. 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 And some of them um, sooner than others. Yeah. And it's just funny, like a bit of ambition, a bit of focus, a little bit of sacrifice. Mm. It's amazing what type of luck walks in the door, right? Yeah, totally. But, and, and do you, it's sort of a loaded question, mm. but do you find that you, it's easier to, to achieve them in certain areas of your life and not oh, yeah. in others? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which is interesting, isn't it? Oh, Absolutely. Like it frustrates me to tears that I can't achieve the goals in some areas. Oh, like at the moment, like my health is just rubbish. Mm. Like, but I'm just lazy. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. I, 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 a lot of people go, no, well, you're not lazy. You do a lot. I think I've just got really average habits and yeah. I hate exercising. Yeah. Like I actually hate it. Yeah. And I, so I've now started like for me, so my blood pressure's high mm. just last week before the Christmas break, I went to the doctor because I've had some high blood pressure. Uh, he's like, look, you got to do something about this because mm. I don't want to just throw you on medication. Mm. So I bought the high blood pressure machine. and right. But now I think because it's serious, I've got my little spreadsheet yeah. uh, every two or three days, logging my blood pressure and my weight. I'm using the MyFitnessPal app again. Right. And my metabolism is like my dad and my sister, they're like as skinny as a rake. They could sit there and eat 15 pizzas and lollies all day and nothing happens. Mm. I mean, me and mum, we eat one slice of cake and Just all hell breaks loose. Like, yeah. So, yeah, so for me, business goals, money goals, um, that's really easy for me. And mm. because I get, I get passion, I get fired up, I really love that kind of businessy stuff and yeah. it's all intuition, I want to build this and I can do it easily. Yeah, I was going to say, it comes more naturally mm. to you than, say, fitness, for example. Yeah, I, I just, oh, anyway. So that's what I just think we, you know, we need to do one thing only. Yeah. And for me, I'm, um, it's just that habit thing. Yeah. Like, it's just so unbelievable. But so as an example, um, if you are trying to form a new habit to achieve your goal, so obviously we're focusing on the habit first. So it's not, save $50 a week, mm. it's let's just save $20 a week consistently. Mm. I don't worry about the amount. Like, yeah. Let's just get some habits going. So it needs to be broken down into three things. It needs to be simple, tangible, and obvious. Here's an example. Simple, save $50 per week. Simple, right? Tangible. 
I will not buy lunch three times during a week. So I'm not going to buy lunch Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So that's a tangible thing, right? And then obvious. So can you set up a chart or your own spreadsheet or every week that you go, you know, you get to Thursday and you've had lunch at home and prepared it and taken it to work. Mm. Can you manually transfer that $50 out of your weekly spend account Mm into another dedicated savings account. And let's keep at this for six weeks. Yeah. Then let's keep at it for another six. Then let's just build that habit. Yeah, so, and not putting too much pressure on yourself. You're just mm. building little chunks at a time. Yeah, and this is, though, for me, right, part of the habit with, um, like if you had a blowout and it was stressful and, oh, I've had to buy lunch on Thursday because I ran out of time or whatever, like, it's okay. Hmm. Like, just save $35.50 that week. Yeah. So, what I've done, like, with the, my Fitness Power app, if I've, like, I went and saw The Matrix Resurrections the other night. Great movie, everyone. Was it? Oh, the nostalgia. I'll, I'll see it again at the cinema all day long. Yeah. I knew, because I had a large popcorn, I knew that I would be over my calorie budget that yeah. I was tracking. There's no small popcorn, is there, by the way? Not in my world. <laughs> Far out. Well, even the small is massive. Yeah, so I'm, I logged it anyway, even though I was way over yeah. because I'm just now in the habit yeah. because I've actually really identified my problem. It's, it's just straight up overeating. Yeah. Like, well, it's it's seventy percent of of your health anyway, isn't it? It's what you eat, not so much the fitness. So that that's an easy focus for you. Yeah. So for me, I just want to encourage everybody: if you give yourself a break, if you have a blowout and you're trying to do it, yeah, that's fine. Set an alarm in your diary. Go back, check in once a week on that goal, and just keep focused. I would also say, John, the year is. And this is the procrastinator coming out in me. The year doesn't start until after Australia Day. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> so, hell, if you like, you know, because we're still, you know, some of us are still on holidays and floating around mm-hmm. and may have had Vietnamese a couple of times this week. Yes. It's, it's still holidays, John. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, can you actually set a, a time where you're going to start this? Because a lot of people, you know, more than 50% of people don't keep their goal. Mm. And it's either they take too much on, have too many high expectations. It's like, oh, I've got a goal of climbing Mount Everest. Mm. Okay, well, you're not jumping on the plane tomorrow and getting dropped off a base camp with the helicopter and then hitting it, are you? No. It's like, well, you're going to need to get some fitness happening. You're going to need to go do some practice hikes. I think a lot of us with our financial goals think, all right, I'm saving $30,000 in the next year. Mm. Boom, overnight from zero to nothing where, and I've been vocal about this in the online course and in my book, mm. I want you, like if one of your goals is, oh, I want to get out of debt, let's just focus for the next week or two or the next month of not going into any more debt yeah. because that's progress. And one, another yeah. point that I wrote down here, John, was you know, deciding to stop doing something is actually a great action. Mm. So it might be, I'm going to just stop spending X when I go out. I'm going to stop eating, I don't know, ice cream of a week. I don't buy ice cream during the week now. I'm stop that. Boy. Yep. Wow. Um, and I haven't for months. Um, it shows. I'm going, to st- <laughs> I'm going to stop social media. 
Wow, that's hard. Like, oh, these are examples, you. John. These are examples. <laughs> so all I'm saying is we hear so much about these new re- New Year's resolutions mm. of I'm going to save this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. We used to always hear from, you know, our aunts and uncles a million years ago, I'm going to give up smoking. Well, mm. not many people smoke anymore. Mm. Vaping. Yeah, it might be. So it could just be I'm going to give up using buy now, pay later. Mm. Like what is it that you can give up yeah. to make your life better? Going back to your Australia Day, mm. I think there's actually some merit in that the more I think about it. Because Absolutely. Sometimes we're, we're, we're setting goals or habits when we're not in the f- mind or the frame to actually do it. Because the R word? Rest. Routine. Routine. So when we go back to work, that might be February 1. If we're a teacher, it might be March. No, sorry, teachers, go back February 1. <laughs> uh, I was a teacher, by the way. Yeah. Um, His wife's a teacher. That's right. So, yeah, it might be just enjoy this time and don't worry about it. Don't yeah. put pressure on yourself. And when, you, when you've got a clear thinking mind, that's when you set your targets. And what about now? As you're hearing this, can you take the next two or three weeks or whatever it is until the 1st of February to solidify and put your plan together mm. with the intention to start it, a hard start on the 1st of Feb or whatever that is, mm. or and just do a soft start. Yeah. Because a lot of you are like me. We hate resistance. We hate pressure. We hate getting told what to do. Mm. How can we do all this on our terms? Yeah. Live life on your terms. Loot. Mm. I would also encourage you to clean your room, clean your house, clean your garage, just your space, whatever your space is. Mm. I know if your house is a mess, you're not going to feel as in control. And there's a difference between, you know, filth everywhere and clutter. Like some of us have got some good clutter, but it's not filthy. Mm. Um, So can you control your space and make it clean systems, you know, all that stuff? Yeah. And- uh, the weird thing is, like, actually, a lot of people are like, oh, why well, I've got a cleaner. I'm like, well, I don't really have a cleaner to quote unquote clean. And this is so weird, right? So during the holidays, like, I'll mop the floor, I'll vacuum, do the toilets. I don't mind it. Like, mm. the reason I've got a cleaner is because I know every two weeks someone's coming in my house. Mm. So I have to make sure everything's put Get back ready away. for the cleaner. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Like, it's seriously, it's. <laughs> Yeah, it's just to it helps me have that declutter yeah. accountability. Yeah, and John walked in today, and I said, "Sorry, like at the moment, my downstairs is just an extension of my bedroom." So, you know, the year's starting for me next week. The team's coming back mm. uh, as you hear this on the Tuesday. So, you know, I'm going to get ready. So I've got a clear like, all right, I'm starting now. You're on. Yeah. One thing I want to encourage you to do as well is. Just check in on your budget and regroup. Run your eyes over it. I did some business planning and I might actually swing around and do an episode on My Millennial Business. So if you if you are into business or want to start a business, we run My Millennial Business. It's a podcast. John's actually, if you are new to us, um, the host, one of the hosts of My Millennial Property. But just get, press reset you know, we've had six months of data from, you know, since July in your small business or your own personal budget, just run your eyes over it. I mean, I did a count of all the subscription services that the business has. Mm. Man, there's like 15 different yeah. subscriptions. So, yeah. It's wild. Yeah. Do you want me to read them? Go for it. While you're, uh, while you're getting those up, 
I, I think uh, speaking to someone this morning, actually, it's like, well, I didn't want to look at what I was spending in this period because it's so alarming. It's mm. like, look it in the eyes and, and face it. It's the best tip you can you can have at this time of year. I won't uh, read it. I'll read it in the business podcast because uh, it's relevant to the business. But yeah, absolutely. We've got to confront it. Mm. You know, we might be in a mess. We've got to confront it. Yeah. And once we know, that's okay. There's grace. There's, you know, we're all, the history is there. It's past, but we're here now. What yeah. are we doing? Yeah. I want to encourage you to control what you can control. Because what happens is we set goals, but we need to make sure our money goals are agile. And what do I mean by that? Well, it might be that, well, I'm still kind of at uni part-time and I'm working part-time at the moment. The goal is to save up some money and then in two years, I'll either you know, move to London for a year and get a job over there or buy a house here. I don't know. Well, we know one thing. We've got a goal that we need to still live on less than we earn mm. and systematically have some savings. But the goal, because it hasn't really materialized yet, it could be agile at the end of that two years. Like, what am I feeling? What am I vibing? And you just need to have, I just don't want everyone to have everything set in stone. We need to be flexible with our goals. Yeah. Moving parts. Yep. Mm. Yeah, for sure. One thing I wanted to encourage you with is to get a hobby that doesn't make you think about picking up your phone. Mm. There was times during the Christmas and New Year period of that kind of black hole of a week <laughs> where I don't know what day it is or where I am and, mm. you know, anyway, it's wild, where I'm on the lounge probably two hours on my phone. Yeah. And just I was getting flicking. depressed. Yeah. Like literally. Yeah. I had a, there was a couple of dark days there. And I'm like, what the hell am I doing? Yeah. So one thing that I do, and I want to encourage you, you know how when you, uh, on your phone, you get notifications. It's like, oh, someone's liked your Instagram post or someone's left a tweet or an yeah. email. On my phone, I've got this rule that I control my phone. Mm. My phone doesn't control me. Yes. So, if you like something on my Instagram, I don't get a notification. Good. I only know when I've got an email when I open the email app. Yeah. I only know when there's an SMS, when there's a little red thing at the bottom. Mm. It's silent. It doesn't vibrate. Mm. So, I just control my phone and, and when I will look at it when I get to it. Because how many times are you out and someone's like, oh, my phone's pinged. And it's like, yeah, because yeah. someone liked an Instagram post from last week. Yeah. Like- no, no, no. We've got to start to unwind yeah. and control this stuff. And when did you implement that? Oh, it's, I've had that for years. Have you? Yeah. Yeah, okay. And yeah. it's to the point now and I've, I'll do it again. Uh, I take February off all social media. Well, I'll rephrase because the Facebook group is such a vital part of the business and everything that we do and I like to be in there and, you know, get a pulse. Mm. I uninstall Instagram off my phone, Facebook app off my phone, and the only access Facebook is via the desktop. Yeah. So I just really unplugged from Instagram for February. Yeah. Uh, but my challenge, what can you control and what can't you control? I haven't told you yet, but I actually am going to cancel my trip to the States in February. Really? Well, just with this coronavirus Omicron thing, like mm. I just don't want drama and- 
you know, I'd hate to, you know, I'm staying with friends and I'd hate to get sick and be in someone's house and have to isolate or, yeah. you know, flying through Denver to get somewhere and then the flight's cancelled. and Like, I just... Aren't they just getting on with life more than us, though? Yeah, but there was a thing last week where um, heaps of flights were cancelled, like I think 30% of flights. Over there, were yeah. they? Yeah, okay. I've got a friend, she's in the National Guard, She's being called up to Cincinnati, I think, for two weeks to help in hospitals because they don't have the nursing staff. Right. So, mm. it's pretty wild over there. And again, I just don't need the drama so I can control that part of my life. Mm. And you've saved 20 grand by not flying business class as well. No, John. I use points, actually. Um, but yeah, it's just it's control what you can control. Mm. Yeah, no, it's a good good point so, absolutely and and uh, the noise and the wind that's out there and mm. social media helps with that doesn't it so yeah mm. so my thing to you listening as we wrap up like what are you going to do this year like it's a clean clean slate it's your year you know the pandemic's there it's probably you know I was listening to a podcast with some doctor the other day and you know, in history, pandemics last three to four to five years. So, you know, it could be another year of disruption here and there. Mm. So, okay, well, what can we control? And my challenge to you listening is what one thing can you say, right, I'm going to implement it. It might be I'm sick of living week to week. It might be, you know what, I've been saying for years I need to invest more into my super. I'm going to do that. Yeah. It might be I'm going to buy John's online property course mm. because I want to buy an investment property. So, oh, actually, what is the course for and who is it for? Uh, Give it a plug. Yeah, well, that's um, impulsive, but I'll yeah. run with it. <laughs> Basically, for anyone that wants to, to buy and build an investment portfolio. so Of property. In, yeah, property, residential property. Uh, don't go into commercial, but talk about, yeah, the, the basics, so the foundation lev- levers of goal and habit setting and cash flow management, all that, but then into the depths of uh, how to create a strategy, how to go and find a property, negotiate, et cetera. So the ins and outs of building a, a property portfolio. Yeah, cool. So if you, if you want to have a goal this year to buy an investment property, the first investment is into John's course. Mm. If you want a goal this year to buy a first home, we've just released a course with Emily Wallace and we'll put links in the show notes. Your first investment is into information and education. Mm. Absolutely. And, and I think the mindset thing is, is a big one, isn't it? So mm. we're going to get some sort of setback, right? It might be a day thing. It might be a week thing. It might mm. be a life-changing event. We've just got to continue to have that positive mindset and the sun will come up tomorrow and just deflect the negative stuff. Yeah, yeah. We will leave it there. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you've been encouraged and just allowed this last kind of half hour, 40 minutes, however long we've been going, just to create the space to allow you to start thinking what you're going to do. Uh, Because as I keep saying, we don't have all the answers and we certainly can't please all of you. No. Gosh, I know that much. Far out. <laughs> we do uh, our best. We, yeah, we try. If you are listening to this the day it comes out on Tuesday the 11th, in two days' time, we're going to come back and we're just going to read from the Facebook group, what is your number one tip or advice for setting new goals for a new year? So I put that question up. We've got a heap of stuff. We've got some Instagram comments. We'll read that. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Check out the Facebook group, My Millennial Money. 
and if you do listen to this podcast on Spotify, if you could please give us a little five star if you like it. If you listen on Apple, maybe a nice little review as a hello. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we'll um, we'll see you guys soon. And thanks so much for being part of everything we do. And welcome to the new year. See ya. Bye. We acknowledge the dark and young people, traditional custodians of the land on which our studio sits and pay respect to their elders, past and present. We extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may listen to our podcast. My Millennial Money supports A21, a charity focused on abolishing slavery and human trafficking all over the world. Check out a21.org.au for more info. If you would like some other giving options or if you're unsure about which charity you can support, head to thelifeyoucansave.org.au. This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general financial advice only, which does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Because of that, you should consider if the advice is appropriate to you and your needs before acting on the information. If you do choose to buy a financial product, read the product disclosure statement and obtain appropriate financial advice tailored to your needs. Simo Interactive, Proprietary Limited, the publisher of the podcast, is an authorized representative of Money Sherpa, Proprietary Limited, which holds financial services license 451289. All right, John, after party. Right up. So, well, I, I just, you know, you walked in and we pretty much press record. What did you get up to over the uh, the little break? Well, uh, mid-December onwards, right right through to literally Christmas Eve, uh, we were down in country Victoria on the farm where I combined farm work with my work. Um, so that was a bit of a juggle, but it was cool. Kids got to play on the farm and everything else and basically had Christmas down there and then Christmas to New Year was break time, no work. Um, Where day, were you for that? Yeah, still in Victoria. Right. Down uh, day three of the cricket. So for any sports fans, you realise that day three went for an hour and a half because Australia bowled them out. So we were in the cricket for literally two hours. And what then left? <laughs> and that was it. Wow. And you still had to pay full price? Yeah, but uh, the kids got a good experience. Um, they'd never been to the Ashes. But, um, yeah, then we went to Torquay to catch up with a really good mate of mine and spent New Year's there and then came back to the coast and uh, relaxed till Monday, public holiday, and then back into it because I'm going to Noosa in a week's time, so... So when you go to Noosa, is that just another holiday? Yeah, so I go with Amy's family every year. So right. that's our official holiday every right, year. Right, right. So, because you yeah. go to the farm every Christmas, don't you? Every second. Right. Yeah. So we we want to have a good stint down there, mm. Mm. and they've had a good season. If you're a farmer out there, hello. Hope your season went well as well. But yeah, prices are very good. Mm. So they've cashed in if they've had. Good your crops. brother does he grow wheat? Yeah, primarily this year, wheat, barley and lentils. Oh, lentils. Mm. Wow. And barley sugar, those are the cough lolly things or whatever they are? <laughs> yes. <laughs> they come from your farm or something? Probably do. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. But yeah, more commonly found in other foods. Yeah, far out. Mm. So yeah, what about you? What did you get up to? Well... You know, we had our team Christmas party. Oh, yes, which, I missed that. How was it? It was really good. Um, we had that, had a uh, a nice meal with everyone. I got a live musician there. And, oh, yeah? Um, yeah, it was just a good night. We gave out some awards to the team members. Um, we were going to have a boat day, but my boat died. <laughs> so what happened with your boat? Oh, gosh. So you know how I had it fixed? Yes. 
And so, during lockdown, I had the boat fixed and spent all this money on the engine. And then the week before the team was here to do the um, uh, the Christmas party week, mm. um, I took it out and the water pump died and it overheated and cooked and the engine seized. Oh, no. So, I am just so devastated. Wow. And I called them um, and I said, oh, you know, does the water pump have a warranty because it was a new water pump? Uh. Oh, no, it's a consumable. And he didn't really care. It was a bit annoying actually. So, and I said, oh, can I send you a video of like the engine, what it's doing? Oh, no, we're too busy, too busy. I'm like, get stuffed. I've spent so much money with you. Yeah. So, I went to another mechanic and I called him and said, hey, this is what's happening. He goes, oh, yeah, send us a video. We'll show the mechanics and... And they're pretty much like, yeah, we think the um, the engine seized. Oh, no. So I'm just like, was so heartbroken that, mm. you know, because we got the new trailer for it, got the seats repolstered, yes. had all the engine done and it died. Wow. So what did you do? Sell it? No, no, I've kept it. Have you? I, well, I've ordered a new engine that it doesn't come till March. Right. So what have you done in the meantime? Because I saw you out on the waters. <laughs> <laughs> I bought a little temporary boat. Because uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, so have you seen the the meme or something? Oh, it's a Someone might have seen it. It's like this guy, um, he's playing like his video game and the girlfriend comes in and she's like, that's all you ever play and she yeah. turns it off yeah. and he turns around and says to her, it's all I've got. <laughs> <laughs> so the, for me, like just boating to get out on the water, mm, there is just it. nothing that I like more than that. It rivals it. Yeah. It's and I was just like so, so, so upset. Mm. I was in mourning for that week when it died. So that was the week of what, the 14th or something? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, wow. Um, mm. And then, so I went and I actually bought a, a little temporary one, mm. like a cheap one. And I think I got it on the Tuesday, used it Tuesday night. And I was like, oh, this is crap. Sold it on the Friday. <laughs> no way. Christmas Eve, yeah. <laughs> um, got my money back, thankfully. Um, and so that didn't cost me anything. So I'm like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> Might get into flipping boats. Um, and then I'm like, no, nah, I still need to get on the water. Mm. Like I'm just, I can't go through and like, because I've been. Oh. So you had to buy something decent. So I, I bought something decent, yeah, as a temporary thing. Better than the other one or? No. No. Well, it's a bit newer. Costs more than the other one to buy, Jeez. but I'll be able to sell it. and um, sell that. No. Well, it's just like I took it out by myself the other day. I put it in at Swansea mm. by myself. Mm. Um, really, because the other big one, you can't put in by yourself. It's too big. Is it? Like it sits 13 people, seats yeah. 13 people. Yeah. Um, and it's 24 foot, this big, if anyone wants to have a look at it. Um, and if you are new, John and I just hang out in the after party and catch mm. up. And a lot of you like joining us to <laughs> hang out with us. Um, I've got a, a C-Ray 240 Sun Deck. And I think it's a 2002 or something like that. Mm. Um, so, yeah. So, the new one I bought was a 2005 Quintrex um, Freedom Sport. 
little bow rider, mm-hmm. little five seater, mm. 90 horsepower Suzuki. Yeah, good. And it was in good condition, but um, yeah. yeah, so it, it'll be fine for just to get us out on the water. And yeah, uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll flip it again and um, or I might sell it to my mate. So you usually more at so, um, Swansea, do you? Like, do you? Or, or yeah, you- I, I like to put it up at Swansea or down at Gosford. Gosford, yeah. So from Gosford, you can go down past Saratoga mm. uh, under the Rip Bridge and then out to Edelong and yeah. um, even going to go down to Sydney or yeah, yeah, just Tugra cool. Lake here. It's too shallow. Yeah, and, it is, isn't it? And rubbish. Yeah. Um, mm. But yeah, so I I haven't been doing that much. Um, just, yeah, floating around. Yeah. All right. Recharge the batteries. Yeah. I Are think they so. Recharged? No. No. <laughs> Nah, did, did you did you feel as though you were before the boat died? Did you feel as though you were burnt out by that stage, or could you have kept going through with the boat? No, no, <laughs> no, it wasn't. Oh. Um, like mentally, could you? No, have- I, I I think I'm fine because you know if you've listened to me for some time, I I do what we call like I have two weeks on, two weeks off, and that's not you know two weeks not working, but. What I do is, in my diary, I'll show you this. Can you see those big blue stripes? Yes. So, in my diary, that says off week. Right. So, every two weeks in my diary, there's off week, Mm. off week. So, Mm. two weeks straight of off. So, what that means is, Rach can't book in a podcast interview or no one can book anything in Mm. for those weeks on my behalf. Mm Mm-hmm. They are for me to be able to float around and just work on what I want whenever I want. Yeah. The on weeks, the team can book in whatever they want with whoever. Sure. So if I send Rach and like, oh, can you, because we've got some cool interviews coming up. I said, yeah, just can you, you know, reach out to this influencer or whatever? Can you mm. book them in? And mm. um, she would just throw it in. Yeah. And because we've got, you know, the clear boundaries, mm. you know, you can do anything in the on weeks. As long as it's after eleven AM. Yeah. <laughs> and finished by four. Finished by four, you can you can do anything. Yeah, well it'd be a lot of listeners, if there's any still listening, that think that that's a pretty good setup in your life. Two on, two off. But it's it's technically not off. Like yeah, I, know, I still work fle- flexible ten hour days and, and, and do not stuff. Being present. Yeah, because so. I've going back to that, you know, work out, you know, who you are and how you tick. Mm. I get really overwhelmed and anxious mm. and almost like shut down yeah. if I've got week on week nonstop of appointments. Yeah. I just need space to like breathe and think. And, yeah. and as well, like when we're doing the podcast, like I need mental space yeah. to think about topics and prep interviews and yeah. just be in the zone. Yeah. And I can't okay. do it if I'm just foot to the floor. Yeah. So you wouldn't want to do 30 clarity calls in December. Hell no. <laughs> Did you do 30 in December? Far out. And finished on the 15th, 14th. Mm. Far out. Well, technically it's only two weeks, isn't it? Mm. So, Far out. Um, yeah, well, it's good. So you recharge the batteries and another week and then you're going to have another two weeks off. <laughs> They're not off. They're just technically... Don't book shut in yeah. without on my behalf. Yeah. No, that's good. I like that. Mm. Why don't you do that? No, I can't operate that way, unfortunately. I just got too much to give. 
Yeah. <laughs> I got nothing to give. Yeah. Oh. I think there'll come a time when I will pull back on that. But mm. at the moment I I don't uh not look forward to the week. Mm. Mm. All right, we're done. Well, yeah. All right, everyone. See ya. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.